Times of refreshing is the name of the message. Times of refreshing. God has promised us times of refreshing will come from his presence. Hallelujah. You know, the devil wants you to feel miserable, depressed, unhappy. But times of refreshing will come from the Lord. It's a promise. You don't have to be religiously miserable. Amen? Do you understand what I'm saying? Some churches you go to and you think, well, misery is all they offer. A theology of why God wants you to be miserable and why God doesn't do anything. A couple of weeks ago, we were in Miller Miller. Anyone know where Miller Miller is? You all do, don't you? I was, we were in Miller Miller and the Lord picks out a lady on the left located by the Holy Spirit. And the Lord tells me, don't talk to her. Okay. So she comes out. The power of God knocks her over. And she comes back the next day and testifies. She said, for years I suffered sorrow in my heart. It affected all my relationships, my husband, my marriage, everything. And that day, last night, it left me. And I got up and I'm like a different person. Times of refreshing will come from the presence of the Lord. Amen. You know, sometimes your brain wants to know what's going on. Just receive it. Just receive it. Your brain is trying to figure it all out, figure out life. Do not judge by human appearance, but judge with righteous judgment. Hallelujah. Acts 3, verse 19. Peter says, Repent therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Jesus Christ, who was preached to you before. You see, sin brings demonic activity. Sin brings shame and guilt. Sin separates us from the love of God. As we repent of our sin and put our faith in Jesus Christ, he blots out the sin as if it never happened. And he sends times of refreshing. I believe one of the greatest blessings that I ever received from the Lord was when I read a sin and occult list. And for the first time, as I read the list, I realised what my sin was. And I thought, wow, I didn't know that was a sin. I've been doing that one. And I repented. And I entered into a time of refreshing. And then years later, uh, I was I probably had six months to live from stage four melanoma cancer. And the Lord came again and convicted me. And so I'd write emails, text people, asking their forgiveness. 
One guy replied, I don't even remember you doing it, Mark. But it's all right. Asking people's forgiveness. And you know there is a joy. There are different types of joy. There's a joy when you're drunk and rolling on the floor screaming in laughter. You know, just hilarious laughter. But I experience a different type of joy. I experience the joy of righteousness. A pure, pure joy that the past was over. And you know, when we repent of sin, the Father sends to us Jesus. Jesus talked about the promise of the Father being the Holy Spirit. But here it says, So that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Jesus Christ. And Jesus said, Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. I believe that Jesus still wants to come to his people in the power of the Holy Spirit and pour out every type of blessing. Yes, Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father and we have the wonderful promise that the Holy Spirit will come. But in a special way, you know, Jesus can live in your heart by faith. You can invite Jesus to take up residence in our heart. Jesus said, my Father and I will make our home with you. Yes, Jesus is in heaven, but Jesus can come to us in times of refreshing and healing and deliverance and salvation. Hallelujah. I studied theology in you know, Bible college and so on, I don't know, for... I lost track. Eight years, nine years, I don't know how long. Just diploma of this and diploma of that and bachelor of this and bachelor of that and started a master's. And, you know, theology puts all these constructions in your head. But when you come to heaven, you understand things that your brain doesn't. Hello? People ask me, now... With the gifts of the Spirit, Mark, tell me, explain to me. And I say, well, you can understand it in the Spirit, but I can't explain it to you with reason. Because spiritual things compared to spiritual things, you know? Hallelujah. It's a lot easier to catch it than explain it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus ascended into heaven, but I'm telling you, he wants to come to you in the spirit. He wants to indwell you. Your brain goes like, well, how can he live in two places? Well, I'm telling you, anything is, in, is possible for God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28, you know this. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. You've got arthritis. You've got cancer. You've got a stubborn, rebellious child. You've got a difficult husband, difficult wife. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Times of refreshing. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find 
rest for your souls. Well, you know, we see people being healed physically, and we, we, you know, beautiful children, autistic children, teenagers being healed. But many times the Lord picks people out, as He did in Miller Miller. Uh, he picked out a lady, and He just said, "The scars of the past and the power of the Holy Spirit came on her." Because God also wants to give rest to your soul. Revive us again, Lord. Amen. You know, the church needs revival. The church needs the Holy Spirit. Poor pastors who are creating all these great theologies to try to cope without the presence of God. Because we need the Holy Spirit. Revive us again, Lord. Refresh your people. Lord, send your Holy Spirit again upon the Western Church. We need you, Jesus. Send your Holy Spirit. Come in power. Lord, forgive the sins of the church. Come again, as in the days of old. Lord, we long for you. Come, Lord, as you have promised. Blot out our sins and give us the Holy Spirit. Your people need you, Lord. Amen. Praise God. You know, the Lord wants to send his Spirit in the midst of difficulties and troubles. You know, when the Holy Spirit comes, people break out and become missionaries. They break out and they begin witnessing on the streets. They break out, hallelujah, and they become bold. They become weird for Jesus. Hallelujah. So we see in, the, in Acts 4, the apostles were being threatened and they pray. Everyone say pray. Now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants that with boldness, all boldness, that they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal, that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, what did Jesus do? And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. They spoke the word of God with boldness. Hallelujah. In the face of threats of death and persecution, God sent his spirit upon the church. We need the Holy Spirit. To revive us again. Lord, revive me. Everyone say, Lord, revive me. Send your spirit, Lord, upon me. And send me in the power of God to be the witness of Jesus Christ. I consecrate my life to you. 
Revive me on the inside, Lord. <coughs> Give me your power. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. <coughs> Hallelujah. I think it was about 1996. It was night time. And I went to a park and prayed in a place called Concepcion, Paraguay. Little country town with dirt streets and poverty. And I was praying. And the Lord said to me, from Isaiah 57, 15, For thus says the High and Lofty One, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the holy, in the high and holy place, with him who has a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble, and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Paraguay, the church was in decline. And the Lord spoke to me and said, I've chosen to send judgment and I will bring a drought. It was the worst drought in the history of Paraguay. People died. Rivers went dry. And then a group of people began seeking God on the mountain of Kakupe in Asuncion for 12 years. Then God, they humbled themselves. See, God will revive the spirit of the humble. They humbled themselves and prayed. The mount of Kakupe was a stronghold, a demonic stronghold. And there they went, stronghold of Paraguay. People would go up their knees on this mountain, whipping themselves till the blood would flow, crucify themselves on this mountain. And they went up there. And then God heard their prayers and sent revival. And the church grew by 12%. <laughs> Lord, send us revival. Amen. Hallelujah. 1 Peter 5, I think we're in verse 6. Start at verse 5. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares about you. Hallelujah. God will give grace to the humble. If you are in need of personal revival, humble yourself, because times of refreshing come to the humble. It's not about who you are. It's about who he is. Turn to your neighbor and say, hey, neighbor. 
It's not about who you are. Just get over yourself. Humble yourself. Repent. It's about Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. When God revives us, he gives us joy. I think the thing that people really hate about Jesus Encounter Ministries is the joy. You know, especially the religious people. And they have helped this ministry so much because every time they watch one of my videos, the algorithms get going. And so more and more people watch it. So I want to thank all the religious people who hate the joy videos for watching them. Praise God. Psalm 85 verse 6. Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? You know there's a problem when the church is not focused on Jesus. <clears throat> Everything else, but. You know there's a problem when they spend more time honouring each other and the guest preacher and so on, and rather than honouring Jesus. That your people may rejoice in you. You know when something is going right, when people get up and testify about Jesus Christ and they're full of joy and thankful for what the Lord has done in their life. Amen. You know, joy and refreshing comes when you put your trust, put your faith in God, put your faith in Jesus Christ. Everything might look bad around you. Put your faith in God. Weeping may last for a night, but joy comes in the morning. You can, you can be in the problem, but you look beyond to see tomorrow, to see the joy that is coming. For surely he shall arise with healing in his wings. Surely the dawn shall arise upon those who put their trust in him. The devil can't keep you down. Turn to your neighbour and say, the devil can't keep you down. <laughs> the righteous may fall seven times, but he will get up again. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbour and say, you can't keep me down, I'm with Jesus. I keep bobbing up. No point pushing me down. I'm going to bob up in Jesus' name and rejoice in him. Hallelujah. Isaiah 12, 2. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For Yah, the Lord, is my strength and song. He has also become my salvation. Therefore, with joy... You will draw water from the wells of salvation. Hallelujah. Who's got their bucket tonight? Can I see your buckets? Only a few of you. Didn't you bring your buckets? <laughs> Hallelujah. You, you have to be intentional. Throw your bucket down the well and draw it back up with joy. Amen. 
Revival comes to those who seek God. Put your trust in the Lord. Throw your bucket in. Start drawing it out in faith. Amen. When you are low, when things aren't going right, is probably the time when God will send his Holy Spirit to refresh you. He loves to do it. Amen. My soul clings to the dust. Revive me according to your word. You have shown me great and severe troubles. You shall revive me again. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. You will stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ will come on your behalf. Stretch out his mighty hand against the anger and wrath of the enemy. You know, the devil absolutely hates you. Absolutely hates you. Gets so angry with you. (laughs) But Jesus loves you. And he will stretch out his hand against the wrath of the enemy. He will silence the enemy. He will say, this one is mine. You can't have her. You can't have him. He is, she is the temple of a living God, sanctified by the blood of Jesus Christ. This one belongs to me. Hallelujah. 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 I had one of those difficult days. And uh, some years ago, um, so uh, I was... Yeah, it, it was. You don't want to hear about it. It was a bad day, and uh, so I went to the shopping mall, and uh, sometimes the Lord would visit me in the shopping mall, and uh, so I had my cuppa cappuccino, I think. And I said, "Lord, this would be a good time to talk to me." Then I got up, started to walk out, and the enemy came like a black cloud, like this energy, power came towards me and then I felt the righteous one standing behind me and a power from heaven behind me and he said thus far and no more hallelujah if God is for us who can be against us amen and then I realized whatever the devil was doing like Job, he had parameters. My God loves me. Turn to your neighbor and say, my God loves me. <laughs> Thus far and no more. <laughs> Amen. In revival, when God revives us, he becomes everything. Everything. Your eyes... Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim. In the light of his glory and grace. Psalm 119, 37, Turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things 
and revive me in your way. If then you were raised with Christ, Colossians 3.1, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind, the eyes of your heart, set your mind on things above, not on things on earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, guess what? I'm heavenly. My eyes are on heaven. Amen. Yeah. When God sends revival, when God sends his spirit upon people, they become filled with heaven. You know, they want to talk about him. They want to see him. We were in Adelaide, probably 2018, and there was a lady. I can't remember exactly what her problem was because the testimony was more what happened after she... I think she had a liver problem or something. Anyway, she, she was pretty sick. And the power of Jesus Christ fell on her, <laughs> completely healed her. But she goes out of the meeting and God changed her physical eyesight. And she's like, she's driving along and she's like, you know, everything's shining. Everything's just glowing with heaven, you know, the trees, the flowers, the grass. You know, the Lord just changed her eyes, you know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, stop looking at me, look at him. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, we can be so focused on people, problems, situations. Yeah, look to him. He's the author and perfecter of your faith. Hallelujah. He's a solution to every problem. Hallelujah. Praise God.